Just me on the podcast this week, real talking about the fabulous five, the people in your life and how they serve you. And if you're not quite sure who the fab five are in your life, I have got an awesome little exercise to run through at the end to help you identify who these people are in your life. And I talk about things like why you should express how these people make you feel and how it's important to find the things that you care about and, and the social things that you get from other people so that you can start acknowledging it and giving it back to those people if they need that. You will be hearing me mention shout outs, some people who are in my Fab Five, and that is completely self-indulgent to acknowledge the people who are my Fab Five, show them some love. And I'm doing that by example. So it doesn't matter if you don't know the names of the people that I speak about. I'm giving them a bit of detail trying to set the scene of where they sit in my life. So yeah, if you know those people, awesome. If not, it is absolutely fine. I'm just here to help you identify who the fabulous five are in your life. Hiya, welcome back to Misadventurous with me, Tiffany Rouge. This is the podcast that inspires you to change your world for the better, to help get you out of your comfort zone and start making positive change in your life. It gives you a look into someone else's life who is just like you, but has achieved extraordinary things. I share these stories with you to give you an example and so that you can use their advice, their situations and the stories as a way to live a more fulfilled life yourself. This is your haven of positivity that keeps you accountable. It advocates for you to be a nicer person, including to yourself, and helps you with your own self-awareness. If you're the type of adventurer that sees life as one big adventure, no matter how big or small, and if you're looking to take that leap to start making positive change in your life and create your own significant path, this podcast is for you. So go on, hit subscribe, and while you're at it, tell a friend. You may have noticed that this episode sounds a little bit different. That's because Chris and the legends at Sounds Like an Earful have really helped me out with a lot of imaging and some sound. Sounds Like an Earful is a really awesome resource if you're looking for royalty-free music to use on your podcast or your ads or anything else. So definitely go and check out Chris and the team at soundslikeanearful.com. I'll put a link to the best place to find all this music in the show notes. I'm talking about relationships because there's 7 billion people in the world and chances are you're going to come into contact with other people. Chances are you already have your parents, their people, your classmates, their people, your neighbours, they're all people, right? And who you surround yourself with will have a major impact on your mental psyche and where you stand in life. And I'm a firm believer, and you'll hear me saying this a lot in this episode because I do believe that to navigate through life, you need to be social. You need to go out there and speak to people. And it's really important to have a social aspect, but also to recognize that there are people in your life and you have a choice in who's in your life, what they're in your life for, and 
whether or not they stay there. Over time, you'll have lots of different people in your life. But I think it's really important to identify who your fab five are so that you can see who's in your life that is helping you and who is doing the opposite. I know growing up, I spent a lot of time with some people who shouldn't have been in my life and I didn't know any better. So I spent a lot of time trying to sort out their problems and trying to help them through all these issues when one day I just realized that it's not helping me. And if it's not serving you, why is it in your life? That's a huge thing for me. And it's the same for people. Relationships are a two-way street. People have to serve you as well as you serving them. It can't be one-sided from either side. It can't be one-sided from you and it can't be one-sided from them. So I'm going to share with you who my Fab Five are in my life as an example to help you identify and figure out how to identify who is the Fab Five in your life. Number one in my Fab Five list would be my family. And that's the mum, dad, brother situation, the uh, immediate family that I have. We all live in different states, but we communicate regularly on the phone. I have a different relationship with each of my you know, immediate family members, but they are the core people that if something goes wrong, I can call on them and they are, they're the rock, right? And I think it's really important to establish a rock in your life, whether it be a partner, whether it be family, you really do need to have that so that when shit hits the fan and it does happen, you want to be able to call someone and know that they're going to be able to calm you down. They're going to be able to help you get out of whatever pickle that you're in. And for me, that is my family, my dad, my mom, and my brother. Shout outs to you guys. Thank you for being my rock. Number two is the people that I rely on closely here in Wollongong. Now, I've lived here for six months and in that time, I've managed to form a really amazing close bond with these five Girls, and I call them my girls, and they are Rachel, Ash, Lana, Tammy, and other Rachel, but in no particular order of the Rachels. And they are the sorts of girls that I can go out with, have a really good time, but also like invite over one on one and just have a quick chat with them. They can come around for wines. They serve me in the way that I can be social, but I can also go out and go to fun events with them. Because when I go out, you know, sometimes you don't want to go out by yourself and these girls live in close proximity to me and it's nice to catch up with them. They've all got their own lives and we do acknowledge that at some point it's hard to see your friends, right? In a way, I rely on these girls for the social fun times, but also, you know, just a nice debrief. And it really is nice to have females in my life because when I lived in Darwin, I was sort of swaying towards the male friendship groups and always had a lot of guys around me. So it's a very interesting contrast to be with all these girls because I can really talk about things like periods and whatnot with them. Not that we do that all the time, but it is a really nice to have that sort of like unlocked topic of conversation if that was to ever happen. Then moving on to the work buddies, this girl, Lydia, she's in promotions. And honestly, the girl keeps me sane. And you do need that. You need a work wife, especially if you're spending eight, nine, however many hours a day. You always want to have a really good relationship with at least one person at your work because it makes it enjoyable to see them, you know, to catch up and to talk to them 
it makes work go a little bit quicker as well. You know, when you're having fun, time flies, all that jazz. And I feel like I can bring that to the table with her. So it is a really nice relationship that we have. And sure, there are other people at work that I speak to and have a good rapport with. But definitely Lydia would be the number one at work at the moment. But, you know, it changes. As people come and go, the more time you spend in a place, you might find that you're creating relationships with other different people at your workplace. And that's totally cool. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a nice thing to acknowledge that and go, actually, you keep me sane at work. That's three. So number four is quite a big one because my fitness keeps me sane. It helps me feel good about my body. It keeps me in check and obviously it keeps me healthy. So it's really nice that I've managed to make friends with the other people who go to my gym class and we have hung out outside of the gym. But when I'm there and I'm with them, their fitness levels are probably like on par with mine or maybe they're a little bit better. And it's good for me, I think, because they push me to be a better performer when I'm in the gym. And, and, you know, there's a difference between cardio and weight sessions. And I think when I'm there, if I'm trying to keep up with them, maybe they're trying to keep up with me. Like, it's a really cool thing to go, all right, cool. We're both as strong or as puffed out as each other, but we can push through it. And it's nice, you know, when you're battling it out, whatever it is, when you're trying to climb a hill or you're trying to do 10 push-ups, if someone's there doing them, looking in your peripheral vision while you're doing your push-ups, it's nice to know that they're still going. It's like, do you know what? I'm going to keep going because they're still going. It's a really nice mental thing. It's like a camaraderie and it's really good for me because I've always felt that fitness has been such an individual journey. And since going to F45 and making it a group thing, I've really found that it doesn't actually need to be. And it's unlocked different activities that I would normally do by myself. Like I would normally, you know, go on a hike or go on a run or go on a walk by myself. But now that I know that I can exercise with someone else and it's okay to be a little bit sweaty in front of them, it's a very rare thing that I feel okay with being hot and sweaty and gross in front of someone. And the only reason that it's okay in front of these people is because they are hot and sweaty and gross too. So in that sense, they are pushing me to be better. And I think you really do need that in your life, especially when it comes to fitness. Okay, on to the final one. And I think this one is really important. Um, a big shout out to Dr. Maria Zushman, who I connected with earlier this year. And she's really helped me put a lot of things into perspective business-wise, the podcast and everything like that. And it's really nice to sit down and chat with her because when I do, I'm talking out out a different part of my brain. I'm talking out the goal setting and what I want to do with my life. And it's nice because she's doing the same thing with me and we are kind of working together. So it's nice to sort of have that business relationship. To identify who the Fab Five are in your life, you need to think about what's important to you. And as an example, my Fab Five and my big things in my life are stability. I know I function well when I have firm foundations and people who I know I can rely on. So there it is. That's my family. They are my rock. Uh, Another big thing in my life is fun. We're all human and I, like anyone else, like to have a laugh, unwind and let loose at times. And I think it's really important for you to be able to, you know, loosen the reins on your grip in life every now and then and and really just have a good time and have some carefree fun. Uh, Another big thing for me is a work and social balance because let's face it, work is not always going to be the funnest thing in the world and 
I've had to realize that very recently. But there are days when you can turn around and go, okay, I've had a really good day today. And a lot of the time, that'll be dependent on the interaction that I have with people while I'm at work, while I'm doing the thing that helps me get money and helps me live my life. And I recognize that there's always aspects of my work that I'm not going to love 100%. That will always be there, but there will be times that I will love and enjoy more than others. And I think people can really help you define that balance when you're at work. And I think it's really important for you to find an ally at work. Now, a huge thing in my life is challenges. I believe that if you want to grow, you need to be challenged, whether it's in a fitness sense or business or anything else. When you're faced with problems, the act of overcoming those challenges and solving those problems brings you a new understanding and growth. And I think it's really important to have people in your life that challenge you so that you're constantly growing. Like me at F45, when I'm working out with people who are a little bit more fit than I am and I'm pushing myself to be better, or I see someone else doing something really good in the business sphere, or that someone I look up to other people in the radio industry and I go, wow, they're awesome. I want to grow to be a lot like them. I think growth is a constant in your life and you should never stop trying to grow or aiming to grow and learn new things. And that's done by putting yourself through challenges and people are there to challenge you. I think that it's really important to have people who do challenge you. My final thing in my Fab Five is people that uplift me, people that help me move forward. Now, this could be a range of different people, like it could be business partners, it could be mentors, it could be collaborators and colleagues, but these are all people that challenge me, but they also unlock a part of me that's comfortable with talking things out. And that's why, you know, I, I shouted out to the to Dr. Maria, because when I'm around those sorts of people who uplift me and make me feel comfortable enough to share what's in my head and that the silliest, most might feel like it's a minute, but to be able to express what I want in its purest form, to be able to share my dreams. I know in some cases, I don't feel comfortable about talking about that sort of stuff with certain members of my family. I know that if I was to talk about that with Dr. Maria, I would get a a different response with someone that uplifts me and helps me go, okay, here I am wording out this idea. This is, you know, all something that I'm thinking of and might need a little bit of work, but I'm in the right environment where I feel comfortable enough to be able to say those things in the first place. And I think if you're around people that help you speak freely about that sort of stuff, you've got more of a chance to make it happen. By looking at the Fab Five in my life, I've been able to identify what I need from people and I recognize that I've been serving myself by spending time with these people that bring me different things. And that's not to say that I get these things from each interaction I have with each of these people, but every now and then I can take a step back and take inventory of the people in my life and know that they are there because they are serving me. You know, the ones that I want to give my free time to and help out should they need me. I think defining your fab vibe is a great tool when you're faced with people who you're not quite sure whether or not they should be in your life. Maybe you've been friends for ages, but you're in different life paths, or you've just got someone in your life who's a little bit self-destructive and you keep having to come in, save the day. And the idea is that when you surround yourself with people who serve you, you're more likely to be able to bring out the best in yourself. I also think it's really important to communicate with your Fab Five that they are your Fab Five. You know, let your rock know that they're your rock 
Tell them why, you know, tell the person that uplifts you how you feel when they do, when they say things that makes you feel good and uplifted. They will really appreciate the acknowledgement of their place in your life. If they don't, then you maybe need to rethink why they made the cut into your Fab Five in the first place. And it will build a stronger relationship that you have with them. It also helps to not overstep any boundaries you may have with these people. It's like asking someone who uplifts you in the gym that, you know, challenges you to help you try and find that work balance that you're seeking in your own life when they don't work with you or even work in the same industry. It can get a little bit messy. So here are my tips on how to find your Fab Five and get a pen and paper. And I want you to physically write out this exercise because it will be a great lesson. Go on, I'll wait, hit pause, go and get your pen and paper. Okay, you got your pen and paper? I want you to write down the names of the people you speak to, whether it's on the phone, whether it's in person, whether it's online, on a weekly basis. Go on, just like write them all down. A big long list, that is totally fine. The longer, that's fine. Then I want you to narrow it down to people who you feel a positive way about. So I want you to write down another smaller list with just those positively connected people in your life. So it could be family members, it could be your boss, it could be your best mate. I want you to write down who whoever's made you feel good in the past week, put them on the positive connections list. Now, after that, I want you to think about each individual person on that positive connection list. Write down under their name why you like them, the experiences that you've had with them, how it made you feel, any actions you've noticed them doing and thought, oh, I really like that about them. I want to try that one day. Or, oh, I really like how they do this. If you have any other positive thing that you can think about them, write it down next to their name. Then read it. Reflect on it. And I'm talking about your positive connection list, not the wider list. Look at these people in your life and each person's place in your life will become apparent once you've noticed the positives. Then you'll be able to piece together what your fabulous five social characteristics that you need in your life are and how these people are fitting them. And the other people that didn't make the list of your positive connections, maybe keep them to a minimum or just cut them completely, you know? Sure, you need to have certain acquaintances in your life, the receptionist at work, the person who, you know, your bus driver, you've got to be nice to all them, but they don't need to be on your Fab Five list. Your Fab Five are there for a reason. Just make sure that they are there for the right reason. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks for listening. If you love this, you know what you can do to help a sister out. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, or just honestly, let me know what you're thinking of it. Hit me up, go to tiffanyrouge.com, leave a cheeky message. Hey, next week, a little bit of a teaser for you. I'm going to be talking to a dating coach about what it's like to be dating in the millennial world. So if you have a Tinder account, a Bumble account, a happen, a plenty of fish, and you felt any sort of weirdness towards it, mate, I have the most amazing episode. You definitely want to stick around for it. Okay, until next week. Bye. 